When dudes rock, they roll. Hello and welcome to the Dudes Roll Podcast, where we discuss everything from D&D to the mysterious realm of TikTok. I'm your host, Jake, joined as always by my co-host, Meyer. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> hey, I got it that yeah. time. That was pretty good. Yeah. How's it going, Meyer? Uh, it's it's going, you know. it's We are in a conundrum right now, so. Yeah, we have uh, some party problems. Not not as uh, scheduling. That's scheduling, all. Scheduling, yeah. That's all. Which is. we'll get into later on in the podcast. Yeah. But um, what did you do this week? Um, that's a good question. I feel like I've had a. I started streaming again, so my shout outs actually mean something now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been addicted to Valheim, dude. Right, yeah. Basically, everyone in this house is playing playing it except me. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it, it's worth it because it's like, you don't like Minecraft. No, yeah. but I've, ne- I've never played it. It's never appealed to me. But it's also very Dark Souls-y combat. Now, that appeals to me. Yeah, and it, but you adventure. You spend a lot of time in it. You can base build if you want. Not necessarily. You kind of need it to like build some things, mm-hmm. but... It's like you don't have to go heavy into the base building. You can mainly just be build what you need to like make your weapons and stuff, and then you can go out and adventure, like get big ass Viking boats and right, yeah. go kill these high level bosses. See, that sounds fun to me. The only problem I probably would be like playing all these games with you, but I don't have a computer that yeah. runs. I mean, I have like a MacBook. But your well, I don't know if it has a MacBook port, but your PC can run this game. That's how like unlabor intensive. My PC, oh, like my old laptop, yes, dude, that thing can't even run. I'm telling you, it can because it has less. It's it's a less download than Minecraft. Yeah, but I don't know if it could like keep up like with frames and stuff. It's it it's um it's the lowest poly game you can ever play. I mean, yeah, it, it looks low poly, but uh, I don't know. I don't feel like uh, – I mean, I there is the Steam's return policy. Yeah, you got two hours. I got two hours, so I guess I could try it out, and if it like runs like shit, I'll just be like, fuck it and get a yeah, return. But literally just launch it, chop down a tree, and if it doesn't work, then – Yeah, um, maybe, maybe one day. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of broke right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so, just throwing uh, it out there. I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just saying sure, your sure, computer sure. could. Yeah, yeah. So what what's it been like for you for Valheim? Like what have you been up to in the game? So I have two wards. I have one ward that I stream with and then I have one ward that I play offline with my friends. And the one I stream with, I've not too far, I killed the first boss. There's five bosses right now. A total there will be nine. But so early access that came out this month. Right, yeah. So um I killed the first boss. Looking for the second. Um, I went on a four-hour journey today. I I took my boat out to the ocean mm-hmm. and I got lost, and so I spent four hours just <laughs> lost like on sea. IRL four hours at sea, which was like eight days in game. Oh my god! And I was just lost at sea until I finally found my way back. And that's the, the type of game where you have to like eat food. To uh, survive, right? You don't. Oh, you, okay. It gives you just like health and sanima buffs, mm-hmm. uh, which are two different things, apparently. Yeah. Uh, uh, because when I think of sanima, I think of health, but mm-hmm. it's your health is your health, and your sanima is how much you can run, you can hit, and all that. But which is stupid. I think sanima and health are the same thing, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. That's a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, you all, you just do that to increase your overall pull for it. It's like temporary hit points. Uh-huh. You can increase your temporary hit points if you eat food. So right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So um, and then yeah, that's all. And on my friends' bait, uh, my friends' world, we killed the third boss today, uh, last night, and we are now gonna expand to a new area and build, start building a city. Oh wow! You can build a city. Well, yeah. I mean, we like well, I'll have a house. They'll have a house. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like there's about eight people that play on that server. So nice. Yeah. It could you play it solo? Like, could you play it with like no one else? That's what I'm doing. Oh, really? Yeah. That's your stream. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. It's just me. But your other world is you playing with like the with eight my other people. And yeah. Nice. Nice. It's uh, it's more than eight, but like about we have about eight on at a time. Right. Yeah. So we have more than ten total, but not everyone plays at once. Like during the day, mm-hmm. like you'll probably be on in a few hours. I'll mm-hmm. play with three other people, then two other people get off, then him and I will stay on into the night, and then yeah, stuff like that. But that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, anything else other than Valheim, or do you want to keep talking about Valheim? <laughs> uh, I could keep talking, but I think everyone at this point is obsessed with Valheim. Yeah. So I'll just leave it at that. Leave it at that, <laughs> and then when someone wants me to talk about Valheim, I will do a deep dive into yeah. Valheim. <laughs> but uh, how about you? How's your week? Uh, my week's been well. We haven't recorded in a in a little bit. Uh, yeah, more so longer than a week, like week and a half, week and a half, something like that. But yeah, my week has been pretty all right. Um, just like doing homework, trying to do the last semester right, trying to get good grades. Um, recently I, uh, well, I've been playing, um, Shadow of War. Um, great game. Yeah. Have you finished it? Have you beat it? I have not beat this is the second one, right? It's the second one. I yeah. have not beaten it. I got I put probably forty hours into it, but that's two campaigns because I started one, went twenty hours in, I was like I'm obsessed with the uh like siegen mm-hmm. in that game. Like like you know how like there's all those different minions? I ended up branding all of them. Oh word. And then branding the people inside the fort on the yeah. first one that you're supposed to take over. Uh-huh. And then I stopped playing the game. I didn't even like raid the city. Oh right. <laughs> and then I did the same thing on my second playthrough, and then I stopped playing. Oh yeah. Because I just spent so much time <laughs> taking over people. But anyways. No, yeah. yeah, that's a that's definitely a lot of fun with it, and that's definitely a way to do sieges where you go in and you take the war chiefs, like you brand them. Yeah. And then you just like turn it around on the big on the I guess the overlord is his name. Yeah. And when they're like the head ones. Yeah, that's been a lot of fun for me. Uh, I've been like, because I have a Xbox Games Pass, so that's like, I've basically played all the big games in there. Like they have like Batman Arkham Knight. They they got some really good stuff. Um, so I've been doing that one. And like you, I've played it before, but I played it for like two hours. Yeah, I was a huge fan of the first one, but then um, I beat the first one hundred percent at it. Nice, yeah. Yeah, I fucking love that game. See, like, that's what I'm trying to do with uh, 2. Like, I've been going around and, one, like, collecting all the artifacts, doing all, like, the the memory missions and stuff like that, which has been a lot of fun. Um, there was just so much content in that one compared to the first one. Like, it, it's ridiculous. They did a great job, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, no. There's so much work uh, being put into that game. Um, and it actually, uh, made me want to watch the Lord of the Rings movies 
because uh, I've seen them, but like it was a long time ago, and I don't really remember them that much. Yeah, same um, boat. Huh? I'm in the same boat. Oh, right, yeah. So I started Fellowship. <laughs> I got like an hour in, and I just got distracted and turned it off, and I have not gone back since. And like, I don't know. I really do like the ideas and like the setting and stuff like that, but I just it's hard to get invested into it because it's so long and it's so detail oriented. Yeah. Once you get past, like, I think it's once you get to twin towers, which is the second two one, towers, two thousand. Um, but I think once you get there, um, it's, it's a lot more like shadow of war. Right. Yeah. Um, and like, I, I did, did you hear about, um, what WB studios did? With uh, one of Warner Studios did no, what they do? Uh, Shadow of War, they they patent their Nemesis system, mm-hmm. and so no one else can do it. Yeah, I mean, like it's a great system, so it's like, I don't know, if if I were them, I'd want to <laughs> patent that too, just because it is such a really, it's a it's unique. It is unique, but that's like. Uh, unprecedented thing in gaming is where they take a system that is like so diverse that they can use in other games, not just Warner Brothers, but other people can uh-huh. use it to make great games because yeah. that's one of the best things about that game is the nemesis system. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I have at least five nemesis like uh, yeah. that I can remember, <laughs> and they carry over game to game. Did you know that? I think I did know that. Because I played the first game, and I was going through, and I was playing, and then my nemesis from the first one came up and started attacking me. Oh, really? And I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Time <laughs> That's out. so funny. And I didn't know that at all, and it was just saved on my Steam. I didn't have the game downloaded at the oh, time. Right, the yeah. first one, the second one, I had downloaded, and I was just like, I, wh- what is happening right uh-huh. now? It, it, was, it was a great experience, I'm not going to lie. But yeah, so I've been going through that and i tried to do lord of the rings i just i haven't found the motivation yet to get through it all um but other than that i uh target was having a sale recently where they were doing like a buy two get three whatever so i bought some movies um i bought uh solaris and stalker which are both andre andre tarkovsky movies which are like criterion movies like they're old russian movies and then I also bought the Criterion copy of The Irishman. Ooh. Yeah, that's, dude. That's a good movie. Long as fuck. Long as fuck. It's like three and a half hours or so. Um, but I I watched it because, okay, so I went home um, to like puppy sit. And I while I was walking out the door, I noticed that my package is there from Target. So I was like, oh, hell yeah. So I just like picked it up and brought it with me to my back to back home. Yeah. And uh, my dad recently... I don't know what sprung this, but one day he was just like, oh, hey, can you help me uh, bring this TV inside? And I was like, okay, sure. And I like saw it and it's like a 75 inch TV. Oh, my God. (laughs) He bought it for like $900. And I'm just like, you just bought a $900 TV. He's like, yeah, I was bored. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So like I helped him set it up and dude, it looks so crisp on that. He's basically made it his movie room. Yeah. Which, which is sick. It's so sick. And there was like a giant beanbag in the basement with it too. Yeah. So I was literally like watching movies on it and like just chilling in the beanbag. 
That's and nice. I put I put a uh, Irishman on for a little bit just to like see how it looked, and it looks so good. Yeah, have you um speaking of in home movie theaters mm. and we talked a wee bit about TikTok. Mm. Um, have you seen that new TikTok trend when these really rich people, like kids on there, probably you know teenagers and older, uh-huh. they they're like, uh, I'm bored or whatever, and then they're like, oh, but I have like a movie theater in my house, or I have like a grocery store in my house. A <laughs> grocery store. I'm not even kidding. Someone what? Wa- How does someone have a grocery store in their house? They live like they have a really big house, and then like you know how like in New York City, some people live above their thing. Yeah. They have like a house around it and on top of it. Okay. And then they have a market store downstairs. Is it like only for them, or is it open to the public? Open to the public, huh? Okay. But they like she just went there after night. Yeah. She just like walked in and she was just like grabbing stuff off the shelf. What, dude? Yeah, like white PJs. I'm like, that's what I want over all these movie theaters, all these yeah, swimming pools. Yeah. I want a grocery store in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. Although I am jealous of people who have nice ass like movie theaters. Yeah, but I mean, like being able to grab a snack at any time at night, dude. That's very true. Like candy. But if you're you that rich, you could always just be like Butler. <laughs> go to the Seven Eleven and buy me hot Cheetos. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, maybe you live in a town where it's not open twenty four. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you just go down to the store that's not open, which is yours. <laughs> and you just grab what you want. Yeah, one hundred percent. That'd be amazing. Um, but to wrap up my week, I watched. Um, I've been really bad about watching movies recently, just because I've been like playing video games. Oh, uh, I'll I'll get to that after. Yeah. But um. I did watch two movies this week so far. I watched Solaris, which is one of the movies I got with my um, Criterion order from Target. And I watched A Brief Encounter, which is also a Criterion movie I bought from our local comic book shop. Oh, nice. Is that a alien movie? Because I think of... It is not. It's a uh, uh, ghost movie. One of uh, which two. one do you mean? Solaris or oh, Brief, Brief Encounter? Encounter? No, you're thinking of um, Close Encounters. Close of the Encounters. Third That's what I was thinking of. Uh, no, so Solaris. I'll start with Solaris. Solaris is a sci-fi movie. It's a uh, Russian sci-fi movie, I think from like 72. And it's about this guy who goes um, up to this um, space station um, over like a planet that's like people are trying to um trying to study named solaris and he's sent there because he's a psychologist and the three main scientists who are still there after like all these years have been like reporting like kind of going insane basically so he goes to um evaluate them and uh while he's there everything is like decrepit like there's like trash everywhere and stuff and he goes to like see one of the guys and he's like super like shifty and like stubble on his face torn up clothes and he's just, yeah <laughs> space meth yeah and uh Karkaris, yeah <laughs> and uh and he's just like okay uh where's my buddy who i knew from a previous mission like the psychologist says that and he's like oh he killed himself like like oh, um, f- months ago and he's like oh so he like goes to his room and he like finds a videotape and he starts watching it and it's really weird and he's like talking to someone off camera and then uh, when he's going to his room, he starts to see people walking through the space station. And um, he's like, huh, what's going on? So he goes to his room, he falls asleep, and he wakes up, and his dead wife is sitting at a uh, on a chair in front of him. All right. I don't want you to say any more because I kind of want to watch that movie. It's, uh, it's a really slow burn, 
Like I yeah. was uh, that day, I was really tired and I almost fell asleep throughout the whole movie. But the ending was so worth it. The Would payoff you be is great. Willing to watch it again tonight? Maybe not tonight. Not tonight, but I would be willing to watch it again because hmm. it is it is good. I also have that other movie from him called Stalker, which is supposed to be one of the best sci-fi movies ever made. Hmm. Well, but um, Solaris is basically uh, so you know, two thousand one, a space odyssey, right? Yeah, like one of the most famous sci-fi movies of all time. He made that in um, not opposition, but as a response to two thousand one. Okay, because so he wrote that in like. Um, that was a book, wasn't it? 2001? Yeah. I believe 2001 was a book, but uh, Solaris was also a book, and okay. it was also adapted from a book. But they don't have any relation like the books, but the movie makers do. So Kubrick made 2001, and then uh, Tarkovsky saw it, and basically his, uh, his critique was that it was too... Um, What's the word? Oh, too sterile, too uh, not filled with human emotion. So he made Solaris as a uh, response to that, basically. Okay. And it was really good. I really enjoyed it. But um, the other movie I watched, Brief Encounter, was I watched that last night, and oh boy, was that such a fucking good movie. Oh, really? It immediately jumped in my top 50. Oh, really? Probably like top 20 of all time, actually. <laughs> It sounds so bad. It's like, oh, top 50, but like people don't know how many movies you watch. So I know. it sounds like top 50. It's like, okay. Out of so like 100? Like yeah. That doesn't <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound that great. No, it's like out of, I don't know, like 1,300 right now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, so it's about, uh, it's 1938. It was made in 1945. It's 1938, and it centers around a housewife named Laura. And uh, she has a brief encounter with a man at a train station. Uh, okay. Throughout her week, she goes out shopping. She goes to see a movie, and she takes the train back to where she lives. And she has a, an encounter with a man where uh, she goes out to catch her train, and she gets a little grit in her eye. Like, she goes out, and the smoke passes by from the train. And she's like, oh, something's in my eye, and goes back to the refreshment room to, like, get help. And he uh, is like, oh, I'm a doctor. Can I help you? And he helps her out and they just leave and then they keep on bumping into each other throughout the coming weeks and eventually they fall in love but um she's married and he's also married okay so it's about like a tragic love story between these two people that have um a chance encounter and then fall in love okay i i thought it was going to be something more like the uh tv show you have you seen that i haven't seen it but i know he's like a psycho he's a stalker okay yeah so, and I thought he was, I thought what you were explaining at the beginning was that it was going to be, um, it was going to be like he was purposely putting him in places where he would run into Oh, him. okay. And I was like, oh, this is weird. That's no, weird. yeah. It, it's a completely earnest. He's a doctor. And, um, but I was reading, so like a lot of criterion copies come with like a little essay that like a film critic or like a journalist like writes for the film. Yeah. And, uh, one of, uh, like when I was reading it at the very end, he was like, there's also a theory that this guy is an escaped mental patient. And the only time he can, he can come out and see her. Cause he's like, meet me at, at Thursday at 1230 outside the hospital. And yeah. <laughs> the theory is that he's a mental patient who can only escape at that certain time. Yeah bullshit theory but like i mean it's it would be funny to think of it yeah it's it's crazy it's a tragic love story and it it literally is so good i really really enjoyed it sounds sounds good i mean i just 
1945. And it is a really um, fast-paced and really well-made movie for 1945. The director, David Lean, actually went on to make Lawrence of Arabia, which is like one of the one of cinema's epics. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about that one. I haven't um, seen it, but it's basically just like this guy named. <laughs> I, I can't really speak on it either because you don't know. Because yeah. it it basically takes place in Arabia, <laughs> like Egypt. Say. I, I want to yeah. say, and it's like an it, it's like an epic. So it's like four hours long. Oh, I didn't know what an epic was. That's yeah, epic uh, is like uh, when it comes to movies, it's like a really really long movie. So Irishman. Yeah, kind of like the Irishman. I'd say the Irishman is an epic. Um, I would also say that. Um, the uh <laughs> that uh the good the bad and the ugly is another epic oh yeah I, my dad loves that movie that's a huge movie but yeah. uh we have a guest here yeah. uh we have a guest who just walked in Dan, so to uh, our you podcast you want to say hi tyler hello it's one. wait no you need to hello there you go one uh catch me if you can fantastic movie fantastic with steven spielberg so good fantastic. love that movie really good I think I actually have it on DVD. Really? I think so. It's very, very good. I watched it on Netflix the other day because they added a bunch of DiCaprio Did movies. you just watch it? Only like three weeks ago, yeah. For the first time? Yeah. So I didn't even good, know it right? existed before then. Yeah. It came out, what, probably 2003, 2004? Something like that, yeah. I would have been like seven, eight. I'm not mm-hmm. watching R-rated movies, assuming it's R-rated. I think it but is. Also, Angels and Demons. Is it worth a watch? Angels Tom and Hanks. Demons. That's the sequel to The Da Vinci Code, right? It's a sequel sequel? It's a sequel to The Da Vinci Code, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Should is the duo worth watching? I've never seen either. You're wild. Yeah, I've never seen the Da Vinci Code. I've had chances, but I've never pulled the trigger. I watched the first like 10 15 minutes of each. They both felt a little cheesy. I didn't know that they were properly sequels, but uh they did feel a little cheesy. Yeah. I wasn't Wait, you watched sure. it? Like 10 minutes, 15 minutes oh, okay, of each. Yeah. And I was like they started talking Illuminati stuff and I'm like, uh oh, Wait, wait. While we while we have you here, can you introduce yourself? And uh, come closer to the mic. Hi, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is the D and D podcast. You, we both run campaigns, and you are a player I'm in our campaign. Player. Why don't I, you introduce yourself? I am an avid FIFA and League of Legends player. <laughs> yeah. So I am quite out of the loop here. <laughs> I uh, picked up Risk of Rain the other day. <laughs> Talk about your D and D character. Uh, dragon? Yes. Born? Dragonborn. No, that's Skyrim. No, it is Dragonborn. It's Dragonborn yeah, as well. It's Dragonborn. So they stole it from Skyrim. No! Yes. It's the other way around! Yeah, they stole it from Skyrim. <laughs> sure. Good to know. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. And, uh, I think my name's Alduin because I stole that from Skyrim. That <laughs> <laughs> now that's from Skyrim. Yeah, that's from Skyrim. <laughs> that's in everstone oh in everstone yeah uh i'm addicted to searching for valuables <laughs> yeah it's about the extent of my character <laughs> considering I that for was valuables. the only <laughs> that was my first campaign ever uh-huh. and the second one i am a crack addict yeah talk a little bit more into the mic crack addict that's perfect yeah. <laughs> is this what you want uh, a little, a little bit away, but that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, are we keeping this? This is going in the podcast. <laughs> All right. I tried my best here. 
I don't think I'm going to watch Da Vinci Code or no. Angels and Demons. Yeah, yeah. I'm you're, my you're, crack addict with red skin. But what are you? Uh, what's the name of it? It's it's like yeah, Ganeshi. Okay, He's yeah. like I'm like a f- I'm a red Ganeshi, which means I'm resistant to fire. Wait, and but I what else does stuff. he do beside do I'm crack? A sorcerer. Uh, no, I mean like what's oh, his, what's Hot his Boys Incorporated. Hot Boys Incorporated. Yes, sir. Uh, it's the most important business venture that <laughs> all of you now have the opportunity <laughs> to invest in. Uh, all you have to do is come to a short seminar. There's a free toaster at the end. Uh, it only lasts about. Wait, you three get a timeshare as well at the end, right? Well, of course. No, okay, yeah. Hot Boys Incorporated is a very wide company <laughs> with many daughter companies beneath it, including uh-huh. those that own timeshares, specifically uh-huh. in Ohio. Right. Let me yes. have you know that Ohio is an amazing tourist location. It is. It's fantastic. It's got the Rock and Roll Hall of have Fame. Have you ever seen Cleveland? No. It's a horrible town, okay. and you can see it firsthand. Have you guys seen that? That it's like one of the first videos on the internet ever. It was a student project about like why Cleveland is awesome. Wait, I think I did. It's, yeah, yeah. it's like one of the first that. internet videos ever. It's so funny, dude. It hits the nail on the head as to why Ohio is a massive tourist attraction. And I would suggest that you invest in our timeshares there, and then you get to learn a little bit more about being a hot boy. Um. Tyler, uh, one more th- one more thing for me. Do you have anything to say to the viewers? Uh, and speak into the mic. Don't play FIFA. <laughs> it will ruin you. <laughs> All right, let's g- let's give a big hand to Tyler for coming on the podcast. Hey, All right, this is recording in a live studio. Is, yeah, thanks, Tyler. <laughs> wow. What were we talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> But we do need to go over one thing. I'm cleaning my mic just for <laughs> safety reasons, not not rude reasons. But we do need to cover one thing before we continue whatever we are talking about. What is that? We need to talk about Hot Boys Incorporated. He never explained what it I was. I know, yeah. I thought he was going to go in on it. I mean, yeah. it is a great investment opportunity. But yeah, obviously. But Hot <coughs> Boys Incorporated, we talked a little bit about it, but it is a lan- lantern shop. That he owns, that he makes lanterns and sells them in my D&D campaign. Yes. (laughs) And it burnt down in the first session, and he's been trying... Mysteriously burnt down. Yes, you haven't solved that one yet. Mm -hmm. And he spent at least... He's he's trying to build it back up. Like, he's actually trying to start the business, which would be pretty cool to see if he actually does it. Right, yeah. Anyways... Uh, um anyways what were we talking uh we were talking about epics epics and yeah. uh but yeah that that's that aside i just want to talk about one more thing i did this week um so a while ago you gave me well i i don't know if you gave me i'm borrowing uh your ps vita oh yeah yeah so i haven't touched it in a long time just simply because like you know it's a ps vita yeah I, I like i think i played like a little demo on it and then i like never touched it again yeah and recently, on my YouTube recommendation, I got a uh, this series, which is like three hour and a half long videos, all about a retrospective of Sly Cooper. Okay. The old, you know, Sly yeah. Cooper, the of old course. video Of course, it's one of the greatest games of all time. Exactly. So I was like, fuck, I want to play Sly Cooper again, because I've, I've played all three of them. I actually don't think I ever beat the third one. Oh, I beat all of them. So I was like looking f- uh, to where I could play it. 
and everyone is like, okay, the only place you can play it is PlayStation Now, which is PlayStation's answer to Xbox's Games Pass, basically. But the thing about a lot of PlayStation Now old games is, so PlayStation Now offers the feature to download games, but only like 20% of the games on there you can download. So the other 80% you have to stream. And if you do not have a fucking amazing internet connection, the stream is fucking garbage. Yeah. So I have in the past tried to play Sly Cooper on my PS4 and it just doesn't fucking work. So I was like, fuck, what do I do? And then I saw that the Sly Cooper collection is on the Vita. Oh. So I, it was 15 bucks for all three games. I was like, that's worth it to me. Yeah. So I bought it um, and I've been playing the Sly Cooper collection recently. I beat one. I I platinumed both one and two. Oh, I platinumed shit. two last night, and now I'm on the third one. Damn, I kind of want to play them afterwards if you don't mind. Yeah, no, that, that, that's those fine. Those games are great. Yeah, after I finish three, I, I'll platinum three because they're really easy to platinum too. Also, like I, I have plenty of time. I got Valheim. So yeah, <laughs> you know, take your time. They they each of them is like you could spend twelve to eighteen hours and and platinum them. Yeah, a hundred percent them. But uh, yeah, no, and it's been, it feels so good to play a game I was so nostalgic for, because I remember that being- game was so good. It was so good. I remember being a child and like playing Sly Cooper 1 on my PlayStation 2 and being like, this is the best game I've ever played. And I sometimes, like the boss mechanics were actually really cool and creative. Yeah, and yeah, totally. Like more so than some games are now, and mm-hmm. no offense to any game. Actually, no offense to some <laughs> games, but not all games. Yeah. And then like the story was like actually good, and their animations and their mm-hmm. art style was unique, and it was like well rendered for yeah. their time. Yeah, totally, totally. So, um, yeah, I love the story of Sly Cooper, and uh, I remember I don't I don't remember if it was the second one or the third one. But I remember being a kid and they were running this promotion on it was like Cartoon Network or something like that. And it was like at a certain time on this day from like nine to nine twenty, if you were watching Cartoon Network, they were going to show a commercial that was for Sly Cooper 2. And if you and it showed a phone number and if you were one of the first people to call that phone number, you would get a free copy of Sly Cooper 2. And I remember doing this and I remember oh Tyler let him in. I remember doing this, and I remember calling the number, and it never worked for me. Oh man! Do you remember that? I I think I heard of it, but I didn't. I don't know if I ever called it. Right. Yeah. But I think I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool. Maybe we can find that on YouTube." I bet you can. I wonder what I the think number it was is. for two. I think it was for the second one. I wonder what the number is. I wonder if that number is still up. It was definitely like a one eight hundred, and like yeah. But I wonder if we call it if it still says Sly Cooper is no longer here. Oh, that'd be so sick, dude. <laughs> we should we should try to find it after this. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, but I guess that comes to an end for my week. <laughs> we always we always start the week and then we just talk about so many different shit. Yeah, because it's fun. Who yeah. cares? This exactly. is our podcast. <laughs> Stop <laughs> we listening. Do what we want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but we're going to talk about a situation that we have found ourselves in, and I assume that a lot of people who have either run D&D games or are a part of a D&D game uh, have also run into this situation. Yeah, it, it sucks, but uh, we are currently at the point where someone got a new work schedule, so no longer all of us can play it the same day. Mm-hmm. 
So we now have to come. One of our party members has offered to take the L and no longer play. Yeah, unfortunately. So we have to have a conversation about is that what we really want to do or do we just want to stop playing D&D, which obviously we have a D&D podcast. We don't want to stop playing D&D. Yeah. But we also don't want to ruin someone else's fun. And mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, it's a huge bummer. And uh, the th- it, the thing that sucks is it's like, it's like literally the only day that this person can play. The the other person who has a schedule conflict got their work changed, and then it's like reversed. So it's like that's the only day they can play, but then the other one can't play any other days with that, except this one other day who that person can't play at all that yeah. day. It, it sucks because the schedule changed, and now they have more days available, but the days available is the, the person that's probably gonna end up leaving the session only has two days free yeah and one of those two days is no longer the day we play if that may um this is very complex (laughs) it's it's basically if you look at it on a a sunday to saturday like calendar wise basically one person is free this day no one else is free that day the other person is free that day no one else is free that day yeah exactly and it sucks but so i guess we're just going to talk about like the feeling of it and like the solutions and it would be really cool to like talk to someone who has gone through this before because I haven't really gone through this the only other time I've had a conflict in a D&D session was uh, back in the day in my first like real session when uh, we were playing and one of the players um, was very unhappy with an outcome of the session and they decided themselves to leave and it really upset the DM, and they almost stopped playing until, like, we had to convince them to, like, keep playing. Yeah. <sighs> and it's just, like, why can't things just work out? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It's, like, you have something fun going. Oh, my my cat's playing with your uh, watch reflection. Oh, really? That's yeah. funny. Um, oh, yeah, there he is. But uh, D&D's really, like... It's a fun thing to do, and people really want to do it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, I'm going to stop messing with them. Um, Shout out Moo Moo. Yeah, that's my cat, by the way. Um, But it's like sometimes people just want to leave. Like It's not like they don't like it anymore. There is very rare cases where people don't like D&D and they leave, but I don't think that's the case for everyone. And then... There's the case where they just leave because they want to like do other things, and it's really yeah. upsetting because it ruins the party dynamic. One hundred percent. Um, and it's just like, and uh, thankfully, the person that might drop out is very, very cool about it. Um, yeah, they offered it before it was even a question. It was like, yeah, and I just ended up messaging them just to make sure of of their opinion of it. And, um, obviously I was like, look, I really appreciate you offering, but, uh, is that 100% cool? Like, would you a hundred percent be down with that? And obviously you can always come back if, um, if we do find a time and like fix a schedule so we can, uh, have the party back together again. But, uh, thankfully this person is really awesome and volunteered themselves to be the one to drop out. 
but we don't we as DMs don't want anyone to drop yeah, out. Yeah, exactly, because one we want to see that their character progress and we also want to, you know, like just see it continue. I it, it's a tough situation overall. It's almost almost as bad as a TPK. But yeah, yeah. But at least with the TPK, everyone was involved. Yeah, and <laughs> and TP- it's like you could start over again. Exactly, you can come back. But yeah. with the TPK, it's like with this, that you're gone. It's a permadeath yeah. almost. Yeah. It, thankfully, uh, well, it'll be up to them. They can choose to be like, yeah, kill my character off, or um, or they can be like, no, let my character like want go off on their own adventure, and then maybe they'll come back. Like, just recently in my last session, Everstone, which was, Jesus, it was like a month ago. Yeah, we we play so irregularly. Yeah, the last session of Everstone, um, two people uh, couldn't play anymore, and I killed off both of them because they were both like, yeah, I'm done. It was fun while it lasted, but I'm good. Yeah. And like, hey, that's how it goes, you know? Yeah, dropping like flies. We need to recruit new people. Um Anyways, so uh, we're looking for a new player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, call us at 1-800-HOT-BOYS <laughs> <laughs> Incorporated. <laughs> exactly. Uh, INC is the extension. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, we're just, we're kind of just like going through the motions of it and um, trying to figure out uh, what we want to do. Um, but we did say at the top of the um, top of the hour that we were going to, that we talk about the <laughs> uh, the mysterious realm of TikTok. And I wanted to bring up a couple, because D&D TikTok is a huge platform. It's enormous. Yeah. And I wanted to bring up a couple uh, TikToks that I saw recently. And I, and I do you have any that y- come to mind when we talk about D&D TikTok? Um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely have a few that I can right. go look at. Um, so one of them I want to bring up is something I brought up to you before was uh and this is very commonplace throughout a lot of dms is uh the dm themselves rolling the death saves for a player character when they go down to zero hp behind the screen and not telling them whether it's success or fail until they either die or come back up yeah what do you what are your thoughts on that i feel like that's really it could be really good for the intensity of battle mm-hmm. and it also makes it so which they said in the in the video because i saw the same video right yeah that um people can't metagame yeah exactly it's like oh yeah like i have two saves and one fail i'm fine mm-hmm. uh, you know what i mean yeah like, like you go do that like i'll be okay yeah it's like your top concern is saving your friend at this point exactly oh you know it's like do i care about them enough Mm-hmm. Like, is my life more important here at this point in time? Do I need to focus on killing this guy and getting out safely? And yeah. that's 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 the benefit to uh, the not being seen. But there was also <sighs> the shitty thing is when you roll like roll shittily as a DM. Yeah, like those we all have those days, and then you kill off a character with your rolls. They're gonna blame you for that. Yeah, and that's so um that's why the most important part about that whole thing is that everyone needs to be on board with the DM rolling death saves. See, it can't just be a thing the DM is like I'm going to roll your death saves now. That's not cool. Yeah, not at all. But I like it. I like I, it too. I want to do it. 
and this is two out of how many of them party members <laughs> yeah that's true so i would also like to start doing it in my sessions but i don't know if everyone would be down and i totally respect anyone who's just like nah i don't want to do that yeah just because you know it's personal preference and if it's not unanimous then it's not there's no point in trying yeah i uh i like it i i'm not gonna force it on anyone obviously you have to agree to it but um i i think it's something that we can look over um but damn that's it's so it does that one thing of just not knowing it makes it so much makes me so much more anxious on battles yeah it it definitely is like much more of a oh my god they're literally gonna die if i don't do something yeah and i don't like it as a i can just picture my character in that situation and i'm just like, Fuck. <laughs> like yeah i'll be sitting there that, because that makes it so the entire time i'm down i'm doing nothing yeah so I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, okay. And that makes sense for role-playing purposes too. Because if, you're not doing anything. If you're unconscious, you're not doing anything. Exactly. <laughs> you're not, you can't talk to anyone. It really does cut out all the metagame that does. could possibly happen. Yeah, during battle. Other than, you know, like, oh, we should do this, this, and this. Even though, unless you're yelling it across the room. But yelling across the room should happen in turn, not... Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. Um, another one I saw that was, uh, really cool was, um, I think, I think his handle, I, I'm sorry, I forgot the last guy's handle who, um, oh, excuse me. I forgot the last guy's handle who, um, who proposed the death save thing, but a lot of people have talked about that already. I have that. It is, uh, forever underscore DM. Ah, right. Thank you. Welcome. And, um, and then there's this other guy that I follow uh, on D&D who's called uh, Dungeon Coach or something along those lines. If you looked up The Dungeon Coach on TikTok, you'd probably find him. And um, his proposition was how he handles potions in battle. Oh. So um, a lot of the time to use a potion, um, I, I don't remember if it is a full action or if it is a bonus action to use a, use a potion. I think it is a... I think it's a full. I think it can be, um, it is a, okay, it's actually all the, because I, <laughs> most of my D&D &D knowledge comes from one source, so. Yeah. Um, that, that one source is a bonus action. Um, but I think in the book, it's a action. Right, okay. So there's varying opinions on what a, um, on what uh, the potion does. But what he does for his potions is a lot of the times when you have a potion and you want to use it and it's a full action, you have to roll for it. Yeah. So like a minor potion is a D4, regular potion is a D6, and so on yeah. and so forth. And uh, you roll for it, you add your constitution, and that goes into your health. Now, imagine um, you're in the heat of battle. Um, you have a potion on you and you only have two HP left. You need to take your potion. Yeah. You uh you go, I'm going to use my action to use a potion, take your potion out, you roll for it out of a d6, you roll a 1. You have a constitution of 2, you gain 3, yeah. It's it sucks. But this guy's solution to that is you can either, one, do a bonus action to use a potion, and then you do roll yeah. and you uh, add your constitution for it, or... You do your full action and you gra and you take all of the all the health you possibly could. So a D six, it would be six plus that. Yeah. And his justification was, if you're doing a bonus action to take a 
potion. So like you're doing something and then you just take a potion out really quickly just to like drink it very yeah. quickly. A good example would be a, an action to disengage. Uh-huh. And so you're getting away from the battle. Exactly. At the same time, you're trying to like drink your potion. Exactly. And yep. in some instances, if you're trying to do something as well as drink your potion, you're not going to be able to drink all of it. Some might spill. Yeah. Uh, so it might not fill you up. But if you take a full action, so like you take, you move, you stop, and then you focus on drinking your potion, you're always going to um, get the highest amount that you should from a potion. Yeah. And there's also like. The thing is, we don't have an alchemist in either of our groups. Yeah, I guess that's true. And the thing I've noticed that in other like mainstream D and D players, um, is that sometimes the DM pulls a trick on you, mm-hmm. and they're not actually health potions. Oh, or they're not potent health potions, or right. or they could just be a solvent that does nothing. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? You have to like ins- investigate the potion yeah, like before you, you even use it. Oh, like when you buy it, mm-hmm. yeah. it tends to be like, "Oh, is this actually a health potion or not?" And the guy can be like, "Yeah, sure." And, and then like, it's like, "I roll deception," <laughs> but <laughs> or I roll uh, insight. That's what it would be. Yeah, but you could also just be like, "Okay," because you're not an alchemist. You you looks like a health potion. That's that's a good point. Yeah, because if you're not an alchemist, you probably would not really have a good idea of if it was or not. You'd no. probably roll a disadvantage, if anything. Yeah, you just look at it, and the only reason like it doesn't matter is because I know that neither of us would throw that in because that's just cheesy because they're, yeah. they're expensive. It's a little cheap. Yeah, but like when you get higher level and mm-hmm. you're trying to buy normal health potion yeah then you can do it because you're not talking about like high-end health potions, but a normal health potion, I'm like... Right, maybe this one isn't real. Yeah, but like you, you, know <laughs> you stop like as a shady guy on the on the side of the road. Yeah, like I need some health potions. You're like, want to pay gold for it? <laughs> it's like yeah, and they're like okay, this uh-huh. is what I got. He turns his back to you. He's like, yeah, it's like it's like blue. He's like yeah, obviously. But yeah, do you picture health potions red? Yes. Yeah, that's why I do. Health too. is red. Yeah. Blue is magic. Yeah. <laughs> Green is stamina. <laughs> or poison. Or or po- poison. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Oh, you know what? No. Uh poison is like a purplish green. I saw green as poison and yellow as stamina. Oh, yellow is stamina. Um I feel like yellow could be another form of magic. No, it's stamina. All right, all right. Here's a good question for you. All right. Out of English, math, science and history what colors go with those so like imagine you're a kid in your elementary and you have folders for certain colors what are the colors navy blue no you're so wrong bro navy (laughs) you're so wrong history is red science green green yes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh Oh, no no. history is yellow his no english is navy blue um math is blue Oh, dude. Yeah, math well, is blue. See, that's the thing. I've alternated my binders because I was not an organized kid. Uh-huh. So I alternated my binders in middle school and high school, between more middle school, than between all those colors, except for science. Science has always been fucking green. Yeah, if anyone says science is something other than green, their opinion doesn't matter. Yeah, they're wrong. They're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think... Well, like, what are the four base colors? We, we get it's, yellow. it's yellow, blue, red, and then green. So, like, the three primary colors are red, blue, yellow. But then, yeah. like, green is a second. I would I'm use sure. 
yellow as math? Whoa, that's a hot take, bro. <laughs> really? I think so. Yellow is is a hundred percent history. Math yeah. is always blue. Nah, dude, I don't see it as a blue. Really? I saw because I used a like the only binder I can remember is my navy blue English binder. Hmm. Um, Did you just look for it? <laughs> no, I was looking for my cat. Oh, <laughs> I thought I was doing something, but um. Yeah, navy navy blue English binder, and I told. Wait, is Tyler out there? I think I hear him. Uh, I don't know. Can we can we check to see if he can <laughs> weigh in on this? All right, all right. I I'll fill the uh the the dead air while while you go. Um, so yeah, I don't know what Meyer is talking about. Uh, <laughs> this is how this is how the school supplies go. You go. Math is blue, English is red, history is yellow. And science is green. Was he not out there? No, he's out there. Will Will he weigh in? He said no. Oh, that fucker. <laughs> he's eating right now. All we need him is for 10 seconds. Oh, he said no. What a loser. I mean, you can yell to him. Tyler! Come in here. We We need you. For like 10 yeah, seconds. It, he, we're trying to get Tyler back, but... He doesn't want to come through. Did he say no? I couldn't hear him. I didn't hear him either. Is that a yes or no? Oh. Oh, here we go. Okay. okay. Wait, wait, wait. Here. Take take this microphone. That microphone's better for you. Tyler, I need to ask you something. Out of English, math, science, and history, if you had a binder for each of those, what color would the binder be for each of those classes? Math is blue, English is red, science is green, orange is history. Whoa, I was on board until history. History's yellow. Although I do like orange and yellow are kind of the same thing. Yeah, they're they're very Nice. All right, yeah, no. See, math is blue. Dude, English is blue. English too. is red, dude. No. If you think English is blue, then maybe a <laughs> Maybe a like maroon red, but not a bright red, dude. It no. is a bright red. No, God, no. Yes, English is red. You're wrong. And did you put my fucking cat back in here? <laughs> I don't know. I think he carried him in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, um, but I'm yeah. glad Tyler agreed with me. I, I feel I mean, vindicated. It's an opinion, so yeah. And your opinion's wrong. I mean, it will, no, my opinion's right. But when it comes to <laughs> when it com- when it comes to when it comes to science. It's oh, green. yeah. It's like, unanimously green. Like, if you say it's not green, then your opinion's wrong. I could see it being purple. If I'm being totally honest, I could see science being you purple. Would, you literally said, like, five minutes ago, not even five minutes, two minutes ago, that you said anyone that thinks other than green, your opinion is wrong. No, I, I agree that green is the unanimous standard for science. No, it's always green. Okay, but, like, imagine someone who's colorblind. Red, Doesn't green, colorblind. Matter. <laughs> Yo, that's ableist, bro. <laughs> Screw them. <laughs> I'm colorblind, so I can actually say that. Are you? Yeah, red and blue. Oh, interesting. Yes. Red and blue? Yeah. Oh, so you don't know what math or or English is? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're, you're messing I, with me. I don't know what the subjects are because I don't know what the color is. <laughs> so, yeah, you're that's fucking what it with is. me. I'm not. I am actually red and blue colorblind, just like my dad. What? Yeah. I didn't know this. My dad's actually red-green, and I'm red-blue. Right, yeah. 
My buddy is red green colorblind, and uh, he re- he got a uh, he hates Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he got a uh, colorblind glasses, like the ones that like okay. you can see. And he's been like watching all the movies that like are like really vibrant and stuff. And he's like, I fucking hate anyone who can actually see because I'm missing out. Oh man, and hey, I'm, I was like, damn, yeah, that sucks, dude. Mine's very minor. Right. Like it's not like a heavy like. Oh my god, you hold up a neon red. Versus uh, a neon blue, uh, like dark blue. I won't be able to tell the difference or uh-huh. whatever. Like, so what is it? What do reds and blues look like to you? Sometimes I just like if they're really close in colors. I sometimes think like a if if it's a red, like a maroon red, uh-huh. I would think it's a blue. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so like a navy blue and a and a maroon is yeah. kind of similar to you. Exactly. Interesting. Huh. I didn't know that. That's it. Cool. <laughs> like, it's not that crazy. That's why I say fuck colorblind people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say that. You're allowed. <laughs> yeah, I'm allowed. Just like I can say fuck deaf people. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, uh, and they can't hear me, so what they're going to do? <laughs> Whoa. Hey, um, uh, if for anyone that doesn't know, I am fully deaf in my left ear. Yeah. The reason I talk the way I do is because I'm half deaf. I've lived lived with it my whole life i can say whatever i want (laughs) this is okay i shouldn't even have to say that i can say this but yeah i can but you know how the internet is yep (laughs) um but yeah we we were talking about potion colors and then we got on this tangent yes uh so potion colors they're red um but uh so that was my other Meyer just slammed his elbow into the desk. Dude, oh, we, poor guy. We are we this is the most chaotic <laughs> podcast recording we've had yet. This I, had, I, this is uh, fun. I want to keep doing this. Yeah, we've had a random guest come in, spew his shit about Hot Boys Incorporated and uh-huh. the Da Vinci Code. We've <laughs> yeah, had true. Uh, we had Jake play with with my cat for like 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Not really, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I just fucking, yeah, it's been all over the place. Hey, I th- and I we like still haven't format. even finished our weeks. What? Yes, we did. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Imagine, um, though. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. We get an hour in. We're like, yeah, so to wrap up my week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that's all the TikToks that I had like in mind. Did Oh, speaking of TikTok, I just had one hit 100,000 views. <laughs> Nerd. Nerd. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty funny though. It's got like fourteen thousand likes. It's pretty good engagement, honestly, for a hundred thousand views. I think. Yeah, and too bad it wasn't promoting our podcast. Yeah, I'm I'm actually actively demoting our podcast. So if anyone's like, "Do you have a podcast?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> they 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 ask me in the comments, "Hey, you, you're cool. Did do you actually? have a podcast?" And I'm like, "No, I do not." Did, did Actually, though, no. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you put in your bio? I don't know. I I, I have my letterbox in my bio. We'll put in your TikTok one. I guess so. Do what you want. TikTok sound starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> Bum, yeah, yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. Uh, so I'm gonna become TikTok famous, and, and then and you're gonna be a famous tw- famous Twitcher. Streamer. Is that what it's called, Twitcher? Streamer. You Twitchy. <laughs> The stream. <laughs> People would think we're drunk right now. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But it's no. We're sober as a yeah. as a dog. Is that a saying? Sober as a dog. No. What's <laughs> it? What does it say? It's like so. Oh, sober as a skunk. No, that's drunk as a skunk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> 
uh, this episode's very manic. Yeah, it's <laughs> super manic, dude. <laughs> we we actually like didn't have a topic to start out with. <laughs> 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 we just winged it today. Yeah, this is more fun. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. Um, do you have a TikTok you want to talk about? No. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I have a few. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, are they D and D centered? Yeah. Oh, bumped into the mic. Oh yeah. Always. Oh, That's a good way to fill the dead air. Yeah. Here, I'm gonna check on a TikTok that I posted and um, see how it's doing. Probably still zero. I told views. you not to fucking check it. Well, I'm checking it now. No, don't check. It's it. got 190, 180 okay. views. Oh, it's got good likes. Um, okay. Someone said I, th- I thought you were Joe Rogan because of your voice. What? Oh my god! <laughs> Speak again. You ever tried DMT? That doesn't sound like Joe Rogan, dude. Dude, you like Logie sound like Joe Rogan. No, I don't. Are you yeah. serious? Stop it. No, I don't, okay. dude. I'm gonna play this. Wait, song. are you serious? Yeah, you do. No. <laughs> <laughs> Loki, Loki, Loki. Oh my God! I don't listen to Joe Rogan much. I've Me neither. S- I've seen one episode of them, so maybe is Tyler out there? Tyler, <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, I'm gonna play the audio for this. You will never see the actual video of it. Okay, we'll just play the audio through my mic. Yeah, go but for here it. Here we go. Uh, if you don't know the sound, then you probably won't get the meta of it. But fuck it. Okay. You know, I always hear people say, "Oh, combat is so boring. Can we just role play? Watch role playing combat." <laughs> playing combat. Say something. Do something. Doesn't have to be move, attack, and turn. Role playing combat. Do it. One hundred percent agree with that, dude. Yeah. Did we hear it on mic? Uh, yeah. It, it kind of picked up. Basically, he was. It was the dramatic noise yep. where he was just like everyone saying combat is is boring. I just want to role play. Why don't you role play in combat then? Yeah. Which fucking yeah, good point. Yeah. Do it, bro. Yeah. Just fucking do, do it. Don't. Why don't you do it? Yeah. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's that's so true because a lot of combat does devolve into okay, I move here, I swipe, um, I miss. Okay, that's the end of my turn. Yeah, and that's that's why like I tried to role play in combat. I think probably the best moment I had in role play slash combat at the same time, you know, yeah. was when I fucking killed off the wizard for Bruce. The wi- oh yeah 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 the wizard also the- when you killed off the. The late the lady magic user with the oh. with the necklace that was very much role play. Yeah, I um my f- but it was I had a motivation behind this one. That one was just me being chaotic. But I'll explain the that was there was motivation though because you wanted to be chaotic. Yeah, I'll explain that in a second. But um, yeah, I'm talk about the wizard one. So I I got the final blow on the wizard that killed off Bruce because he was leaving the campaign, but. Yeah. I was I got the final blow on him and Did uh, we ever say how Bruce died? He was burnt to Sidorines, a fireball got thrown at him. He got um, blown against the wall. He no, because the wizard time stopped, picked him up by the throat oh, and he stabbed, he stabbed him. him in the throat. Yeah. And then Bruce in his final act of, of like death, um, noticed that a glowing um rock was hanging I should say a glowing stone was hanging um around his neck. And he grabbed it and threw it on the ground, and it uh, like overpowered basically and exploded and uh, knocked Bruce against the wall and the wizard back, and his uh, magic potential was literally halved. He d- he did get fucked up though from a fireball prior. Yeah, he got he got fucked I'm by so, a fireball. I'm so glad I didn't go next to him when we first went in the room because yeah, he, dude, he got 
but he did like 40 points of damage yeah. on the first round before we even went in combat as a, a sneak attack or whatever. Yeah. I, w- I wanted it to be cool for Bruce, so I wanted to give him like a good moment to like get hurt, but then also like redeem, like yeah. basically save the party. Because if Bruce didn't do that, uh, you guys would be dead. Watch him. <laughs> well, well I, w- I got very fucking close, but mm. but anyways. Um, so we I get to find a blow on the wizard. Wizard goes down, and I I took my glaive, I spun it around, and I like jabbed it into his chest, and I went down and I whispered in his ear, and I said, "That was for Bruce." And then I like pulled it up. He whispered something to me. Uh, oh, about he whispered you the big bad's name. Yeah. He was like, um, you will be no match for, and he said the big bad's name. Yeah. I fucking forget. Whatever. It gives you time to work on it. Yeah. And then I um I, I stood up again, spun it around again, and then stabbed him in the center of the forehead, like down the middle of the f- yeah. like nose and stuff like that. And I was just like, fuck this dude. I, yeah. uh, it was really cool. I had a really good time. Who killed it. his like little Igor guy? Do you remember? Pierce did. Pierce did? Oh, yeah. nice. Uh, no, uh, Shaylee did. Oh, did she? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, she uh, she was in bail form. Oh, and she like ate him, basically? Yeah, she like, mauled him. mauled him to death? Yeah. That's awesome. That and guy was a little shit. <laughs> he was. Fuck him. But now you have but, to play him for the rest of the campaign. But now I have campaign. to play him for the rest of the campaign, because Will found, or Pierce, I guess, yeah. found a um, found a ring on him and, uh, and put it on, and it's like uh, a thing about lying, like... Uh, d- no one can tell if you're lying, uh, unless it's a magical use. I something like I that. don't think that's it. I think um, I think it's like y- you get a bonus no. to lying. We that's what we want to do to fix it. It says no one can tell you are lying. That is the. Does it actually? I feel like we we thought it was that, then we checked, and it was actually not that bad. Oh, uh, maybe not. Whatever. Either way. Oh, it's it's no one can use magic to tell you're lying. Yeah. So you can lit- he can lie and then someone can just roll deception or roll insight and yeah, and tell he's lying. I think that's it, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Basically, uh the ring traps the soul of whoever died while wearing it and that little fucker yeah. <laughs> was wearing it when uh and I forget what the voice is. I think I was like Hello, master. Yeah, he will lend you. So I have to fucking do that voice for like the rest of the fucking <laughs> campaign, which sucks. Yeah, it, it's definitely something else. And then the uh, the mage bitch, the mage bitch. Oh, uh, Trisset. Tr- no, not Trisset. The um, the oh, one. Oh, I, oh, I oh, the one who ran uh, the woeful whore. Yeah, the I killed the le- uh, wow. Um, so I was, I was on a side quest by myself. Where I had to get an amulet off of her to get some free work to mm-hmm. from a uh, what what they called a jeweler, a jeweler. Beca- because yes. I was trying to figure out what uh, I found a necklace inside of a mimic, which we we haven't right. done anything. Oh with that fuck! Yet. <laughs> you haven't gone back to that guy yet, have no, you? No, I have the thing. Oh, okay, yeah, know. I have both of them because yeah. I s- I robbed I killed her and I robbed the thing yeah yeah so i just got everything i wanted i was supposed to bring him back the necklace that makes me look younger right but i never did um he probably doesn't like that no but um so i but you're a knight so yeah. you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want exactly but i basically said to this jeweler because i wanted him to inspect my ring on uh, my necklace i found uh-huh. on this gem it was a gem 
mm-hmm. and he said, I won't do it unless you got like 5,000 gold or some crazy amount yeah, of gold. And, and, and I was like, okay, well, what can I do for you? And he was like, well, steal the necklace off of this person. And come to find out she's the owner of the Woeful Whore. I go meet with her, have a great conversation. She lets me borrow it. I told her the situation. Yeah, she was chill. And I bring it back to her. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to need it for the rest of my life. I'm like, okay, I show that I can get it. I'm going to bring it back to her. But you need to tell me what my gem does. He's like, okay. So he tells me what it does. What did it do? I forget. Um, it, it, It's basically a compass to something. Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it's to, but it's a compass to something. Oh, yeah. I know where it's going now. Yeah. Um, so I took it back to the girl, and she's like, okay, well, um, you're not getting this back. I'm like, cool. That's fine. And then I convinced the party that she's an evil person, uh-huh. and we need to kill her, even though she's not. She's just a normal person. She's pretty neutral. Yeah. yeah. And so we corner her in an at back alley, and we fight her. She's apparently a powerful mage that yep. threw magic missiles at us and fireball. Yeah, fuck. She didn't throw a fireball. She did throw a fireball. She would have fucked up ten. She, she did it. I, I remember that was the first thing she did. She did magic. Okay. Either way, I don't remember that. She did magic missile later on when like you guys were all like running around everywhere. So she was like pew 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 pew. Yeah. And then we got her down, and then she surrendered. And at this yeah p- yeah at this point, I was a I was going chaotic, so I can turn back into neutral uh-huh. because I didn't like being lawful good. This is what we talked about my character changing, my alignment. And so I walked up and I kicked her in the back of the knee, get her down like on her knees, and I swung my sword. At, I had a sword at the time, not a glaive, and chopped her head off. And yeah, then took dude. the necklace and put it on. Everyone was like, whoa, yeah. overkill much. But yeah. it made sense for what you were doing. And I was like, and they're like, you didn't have to kill. I'm like, I don't give two shits. She was evil. She tried to kill us, and uh-huh. that's it. And then I walked away. Yeah. Yeah. Badass as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> evil as fuck. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind playing an evil character, but. Yeah. But you don't like evil characters. I mean, the thing about evil characters is it's really hard to plan and to get them to go on a campaign that, like, makes sense and it isn't totally erratic, at least in my opinion, at least in my um uh, experience. Yeah. So, what if I propose a character to you, someone that is not obsessed with worldly possessions? Uh-huh. They will take them to advance in life, but they won't steal gold or magic items or anything like that from the party. Uh-huh. But they are obsessed with killing. So, but they're not. They they don't like. They understand that they can get in a lot of trouble. So they they're kind of like a Dexter, if you have ever. Yeah. So like they're serial killers, but very meticulous about it. Yeah. Basically. So like, if they get in a, like they won't just go off killing like throwing fireballs at random civilians. Right. But they're like, okay, there's there's some. They understand social constructs. Then yeah, that that would be lawful evil, right? Yeah, it'd be lawful evil. So. They, like, hold up to the laws, but when they don't, when there's no laws in a certain area, Mm -hmm. like, behind closed doors, like, you're in a dungeon in the middle of nowhere with your party members and five dudes that just surrendered, 
burn them all fucking alive. Yeah. Uh, like, that's I, all. I think that would work as a good foil to... So, if there was that character in a party, I think there would need to be a goody-goody, like a, a Boy Scout character Oh, yeah. They'd be like, hey. to ha- To foil each other. Exactly. But... But it's a cool character. That's definitely totally not what I'm going to do if (laughs) Lord Mayo dies. It's it's definitely better than just going full murder hobo. Yeah, murder hobo is a whole different story. Yeah. Which apparently I I saw on a few Reddit posts that um, that's a common thing by the end of D&D campaigns is that at one point someone, like the party ends up owning a piece of property. Yeah, that Which that sounds about right. Makes like no sense because like then you have to work out like do they make money off of it and all that good stuff. Well, it, what I would do is if I were to be like, oh, you finished like the main quest, like you're level eighteen, level twenty, or whatever, like yeah. you're done adventuring. Like whoever you did the quest for is probably a really high up, like a like a king of somewhere. They'll probably be like, hey, we have this plot of land, we have this really nice house, but I'm just gonna give it to you as a reward. Yeah. And then you never need to pay, like, taxes or anything. You just live there. Yeah, which is pretty cool. But, like, there was one story I saw on TikTok where this dude, they were gambling on, like, a uh, arena or whatever. They were, like, watching fights. And they ended up winning because they actually, he had the DM actually rolled for the fights. Yeah. And they won a lot of money, like, probably, like, 2,000 platinum. Whoa, really? Yeah. Holy shit. Because they bet all of their money combined as a party. A platinum is a thousand gold, right? Uh, it's either a thousand or one point five of one gold. Okay. It's a shitload of money. It's basically. a lot of money. And they all pitched in and bought a tavern at level five. That's awesome. They bought a tavern at level five and they left it there and let other people run it and they came back and picked up money from it hey i mean if you find a way to all of a sudden come in with a bunch of money that's a great uh lucrative idea it's a good investment basically you should definitely let us gamble like i do high, let you guys like gamble high stakes gamble high stakes gambling because we only do like devil dice and stuff like yeah that. you guys do double i need to come up with more games to uh to do gambling because i like i like it being like oh let's actually play the game rather yeah. than just be like okay role play well if you do uh, arena at the next big town we go to well, there is a arena at the old one. We could just yeah, bet on the gladiator fights. Oh, that's very true. You and then I could just be like, okay, you bet on one, you bet on two. I'll roll to see who wins. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all you do. Like, that could be cool. Yeah. I'd, I'd like that. Yeah, maybe. And, um, And then you have to figure out how odds work, you know? Yeah. Uh, Right now, you guys do have kind of a a quest you need to kind of finish like it's yeah 100 the, the clock is ticking but after you guys finish that quest you know you guys can do whatever you want i'm also broke as shit so yeah you're broke as shit but aldwin and pierce are not <laughs> they're the only ones in the party to have any money and they're the most selfish ones in the party so <laughs> if we yeah. ever needed money for anything that's serious they won't pay yeah i mean that's how it goes with some characters you know yeah um i also found another tiktok that i wanted to show you at minimum Okay. And I just got to find it. Is it a D&D TikTok? Yeah, it is. Okay. I just, um, oh man, this is uh, hard to find because I don't know when I liked it. Um, while we're waiting, what are you going to eat for dinner tonight? <sighs> Anyways, I couldn't find it. Um, I'm not. 
You're not eating dinner? Nope, I don't exist. Okay. I don't eat food. I'm going to eat frozen chicken wings. Well, I don't eat food. Yeah, you do. Nope. You're eating right now. I'm not. I see Cadbury mini eggs on your desk. That's all empty. No, they're not. You want to bet on that? Okay, yeah, they're empty. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. I saw your posture change, and I was like, all right, they're empty. <laughs> they look full, though, from, from my yeah, angle. Yeah, I wish they were. <laughs> I ate them. Yeah, and mini eggs slap. Um, anyways, um, the TikTok was basically, they, uh, you were saying that we have a ticking time bomb, that yeah. we have to do something. Well, this guy was talking about how different events could happen. In the, um, so he has six, uh, no, it was, it was eight. So after eight long rests, he has like, let's say those three things are happening. So whatever your ticking time bomb is. Mm-hmm. It goes off after, let's say, one cycle, okay? After It goes off after four cycles. One, a cycle is my terminology right now. It's my unit that I'm using. Yeah. So we have, it goes off in four cycles. Every f- eight long rest is a cycle. Mm-hmm. So that means in reality, whatever eight times four is, can't think of eight times four is 24 24 wait nope nope no 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 no. eight times four is 32 yeah 16 plus 16 32 um but it's basically 32 long rest this thing happens and you can change the amount of cycles that it is and stuff like that and there could be other things like there's an army coming or Mm -hmm. tristan destroys the everstone or i have something in mind like if you guys take too long, some like stuff's gonna happen. Yeah, or like a war breaks out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. And like we can do things to slow things down to add more cycles to it. We can, and that's basically what this was was talking about how he gauges big events that happen over, it. and I'm adapting that into mine because my city, my like state that you guys are in, you guys mm-hmm. are already at war. Right. Who so are we at war with? The, the you aren't at war, but the like the city that you live in is already at war, and you with have who? it with the mages. Everyone's at war with oh, the mages oh, okay. because yeah, they yeah, let yeah. out the dragons. Yeah. It's been twenty years that they've been at war, but no one has mobilized yet. Right. So that's basically what it's at, and I need to figure out the timing of it. But you guys have even began to d- dive into the politics of my world yet yeah we kind of we're we're kind of open-ended right now we don't really i mean i have things that i want to do but everyone else i don't know what what their thoughts are yeah what they want to do i like it because I, it's very open uh, yeah. my my campaign i kind of boxed myself in now that i look back at it that i made the quest that i gave you guys so linear or yeah. so time sensitive but hey whatever happens happens yeah. yeah and then afterwards that the fun part I'm excited to see in your campaign is after we get the Everstone back or after whatever the Titan time bomb goes off. Yeah. As long as it doesn't kill us, I'm okay with a Titan time bomb. Yeah. Because, like, maybe they go off and kill everyone in whatever, Houston, whatever the name of your town oh, was. Oh, that'd be crazy. Like, 
Okay. We just don't go back to Houston. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> oh, you mean the original town where you got like no. the original city? Oh, yeah. That. Oh, I'm talking about the big city. Houston was the big city. Yeah. Like if they just kill everyone in Houston. Just fucking like, nuke Houston. Yeah. With the Everstone for whatever reason <laughs> it is. Like, just don't go back, that would man. Be <laughs> yeah. Because you wouldn't be a knight anymore, though. Well, uh, well, we tried to stop it. That doesn't mean... Oh, well, I mean, I wouldn't be out of house and I just wouldn't ever mention it again. <laughs> and the body kills everyone that was involved. And then we never talked that we were involved in house. <laughs> oh, my God. And we go get new identities for new all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll still be Lord Mayo of the Heavy Beer Clan Knight of Houston. I mean, not Knight of <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> Um, on that note, I think we're coming to the close of this episode. Uh, yeah. Um, this was a fun one. <laughs> it was. It definitely was. I had, so, I had some fun on this one. Uh, do you want to give any shout outs, any, uh, any plugs? Wow, guys, I actually stream now. So check <laughs> out my Twitch, twitch.tv slash Lord Mayo, L-O-R-D-M-Y-E-R. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, for me, uh... Check out my letterbox, Agent X Coop. Check out my TikTok, Agent X Coop. <laughs> uh, um, I think that's all. I, oh, yeah. Um, listen listen to my band, Flowers for Laura. Um, uh, check us. Check Dude's Roll out on, uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Anchor, all at Dude's Roll, all one word, YouTube, all lowercase. If, if you're not listening to it on one platform, we have it on another. Exactly. If it's more convenient on Spotify, go to Spotify. If it's more convenient on YouTube, go to YouTube. And we if it's not it convenient all. at all for you, don't yeah. fucking listen. No, 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 no. Talk to us. What do oh, you yeah, want yeah, it on? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, send us money. On, no, on ask, ask us. What is a, w- tell us what platform you would prefer it on. What p- 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 Prefer, prefer it on and we'll put it on that anyways we'll play your wedding uh just yeah. send an inquiry to our business we email. will we will talk for three hours at your wedding about D. <laughs> <laughs> and a great gig actually dude we just sit in the background just talking about D while, while Yo, we get cake we'd and be, food we'd be, um what is it Sh- uh, Shoutcasters. yeah for, for a wedding oh my god she's walking down the aisle everyone <laughs> and up next we got the Bada da da dance! <laughs> oh my god! It's the dance. Dude, do you see the the shoes that he has today? His oh. shoes are on fire. That's a handsome man right there. Oh my god! We could actually kill this. <laughs> and on that note, stay safe out there, travelers, and roll well. <laughs> <laughs>